Welcome to the Money Love Podcast. I'm your host and money coach, Paige Pritchard. If you're ready to uplevel your results in relationship with money, you're in the right place. Each week, I give you the tools to transform your mindset, manage your emotions, and achieve results with your money you never dreamed were possible. Hi, love. Long time no talk. I know. I know it's been a couple of weeks. I have missed you, and I am so happy to just sit down and do a quick catch up with you. The break taken from the podcast was not a break that I planned on taking, like most breaks I've taken on the podcast. But sometimes it is helpful for me just to kind of get back into the saddle and to get back into the swing just to tell myself, okay, Paige, just sit down and just talk. Just share anything. Just talk and tell the peeps what you've been up to, what's been going on. And so that's what I want to do. I want to catch you guys up over, you know, the last part of 2023, the first part of 2024, and also what's to come this year in 2024. So the break that I've taken from the podcast, the last episode was at the beginning of December. And like I said, like most breaks taken from the podcast, it was not something that was planned. It was not something that I was anticipating or expecting. It's just something that kind of ended up happening. And I don't want to make it sound like it's been, you know, like a ton of you, right? But I have heard from some of you guys of like, Paige, like what's going on? Where's the podcast? Like miss the show, miss new episodes. What's going on? Where you been? And the answer to that question is basically that pretty much other than a couple of small pockets here and there, for the majority of the past two months, I have probably been sick. And it has really just been two months of sickness. That's that's what my husband and I are calling it. We're calling it just like the two months of sickness because it has just felt like from the beginning of December until now, somebody has been sick, whether it's me or my husband or my daughter. This is something that we've had to deal with ever since we started sending Palmer to daycare at the start of last year. And I knew it was just kind of like par for the course, right? Like you're just, you're sending a toddler to daycare. It's just kind of expected that they're going to go and they're going to pick up a bunch of stuff and they're going to bring it home and everyone's going to get sick, which has been true. I have been sick more in the past year of my life than I have been in the other 33 years of my life combined, truly. it's It's been astonishing <laughs> how many times somebody has been sick. And again, like I get it. I know that it's just kind of par for the course. But the past two months have been unlike anything that I have ever experienced. Shortly after the last episode aired, we all got brought down by some sort of upper respiratory. We we never really exactly pinpointed exactly like what it was, but it was just something upper respiratory. Lots of phlegm, lots of gunk, lots of coughing. And finally, because I'm one of those people where I'm always like, oh no, I don't need to go to the doctor. It's fine. I'll just like let it run its course. Yeah. I should have just gone to the doctor. But after of about 10 days of, you know, just like suffering and putting myself through this, finally went to the doctor when my throat started just to get like so sore and so raw. Finally went to the doctor, got some antibiotics to help with that. Finally started to feel a little bit better. And then I completely lost my voice. Like voice just 
gone. And if you are in the membership, you might remember like mid-December coming to some of the coaching calls and me having no voice and just having to strain through the coaching calls and just doing the absolute best I can just with you know tea and cough drops, just getting through the calls with absolutely no voice. And so I finally got my voice back. And once that happened, like two days later, stomach bug brought us down. And my in-laws were here, unfortunately, for the holidays when that happened. They came about 10 days before Christmas. They came a little early. And when they were here, Palmer brought home a stomach bug from daycare. And she, she, she was obviously the first domino to fall. I was the second domino to fall. And then my husband got brought down and my in-laws got brought down, which just stunk, right? I felt terrible that they also got sick as well. And I have truly never been so sick as I was when I got that stomach bug. I mean, I basically just stayed in the bathroom for two days because it was just, I mean, it was just coming out everywhere. It was awful, <laughs> truly. So, so bad. And then shortly after that, it felt like another kind of like upper respiratory bug came and hit us again. And that brought us back down again. And that kind of took us through the holidays, right? Like holidays, New Year's brought us into the new year. And so I came into the new year being like, okay, this has got to be it. Like we've got to be done with this. Like there's just no way that there could possibly be any more. And then stomach bug number two hit. It hit Palmer the worst, which is just awful. Like it's just awful to see a little, a little thing that little so sick because she's 18 months and she just doesn't understand, right? Like she doesn't, when she gets sick like, sick like that, she just doesn't understand like what's happening and what's, what's going on, right? When she's just puking and she's got it coming out everywhere, you know, and then it's tough because you can't, you can't send them into daycare, of course, obviously, right? So it's like they have to stay home with you, which then just means like that you get sick again. So we all got a second round of the stomach bug. And then uh, the latest iteration is the flu. I got the flu. Now, luckily, Ryan and Palmer did not get the flu. So that was the good news. But I'm pretty sure I got it from one of my nephews because uh, my mom got the flu. I got the flu. Uh, two of my little nephews got the flu. But y'all, I thought that the stomach bugs were rough. And then I got the flu. and. I mean, the flu knocked me out for a solid like two weeks. I'm not even lying. I was in bed for like five days with high grade fevers, like fevers that almost got up to around 104. Like I almost had Ryan take me into the local urgent care for my fevers because I mean, it was just four or five days straight of just 103 to you know, 103.5 fevers. I have never felt that bad. I've never felt just like so weak and the chills and the body ache. And the other part is, is like you have no appetite. So you don't want to eat anything. So then you get even weaker because you're not eating anything. And gosh, it was just awful. So I feel like I'm finally coming off of the flu and I'm finally like, okay, okay, this has got to be it. We've got to be done. There's just nothing more that I think that we can take over here. So 
if you could just send some thoughts our way just to say like, okay, please, please, please have this be it. Because I just don't think that there's ever been a period of time where I've ever been so sick by like so many different things. And so again, the break from the show was not something that was anticipated, but I really do feel like for the past two months, I've been in pure survival mode and pure, I guess the mindset that I've been in is what are the most important things that I need to focus on and get done, which really for the past two months have been being a coach inside the membership, which the membership is always, always my number one priority. For those of you who are you know, paying members of my community, you guys are my top priority, of course. And so the good thing has been is that I have been able to show up full force in there. And if you are in the membership, I hope that you've been able to see that. We did so many amazing calls in December about discipline. January has been such a fantastic month inside the membership. We did an event called Made for More in 2024, which was a live three-day event about two weeks ago where we all came together and we did goal planning and vision casting and we mapped out our 2024s and what we want this year to look like, what we want to accomplish, what we want to do, how can we stay committed to our goals and plans this year instead of giving up on those. And that was about two weeks ago. And if you were in the membership, you got to attend that. Some of you who are not in the membership also got to attend that because I did send an invitation out to my email list. So I know some of you got to participate in that that as well. So the past two months haven't all been lost. Um, There's been a lot of really amazing, amazing things happening. But to be honest with you, with the holidays and the sickness, it really has been like a what do I need to focus on right now and what has to get done? And that's just where my energy has had to go. I haven't been able to post on the podcast. I haven't been able to post on social media. So from the outside looking in, it's probably seemed very, very quiet. But again, if you're kind of in that inner world of mine and in that inner circle, there's still been a lot of amazing growth and activity happening. But all that to say, I'm feeling good now. (laughs) I'm like, okay, flu's over. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like I'm ready to really kind of get back into the swing a month into the year. So here we are. Here we are basically in February of 2024. And I just want to share with y'all what is going on with me this year in 2024 and kind of what I have planned for myself personally for myself in business this year. And of course, obviously what that means to you as somebody who is a part of my community, whether you just listen to the podcast or whether you're in the membership, whatever role you play, what that means for you. So let's just kind of start with things personally. Let's start there and then we'll kind of go into business. So personally, this year I have two main focuses. And if you attended Made for More, you heard me talk about this. But this year is a year where I feel like I am finally ready to really focus on my health. And I feel like my health has been something that has been put on the back burner 
ever since Palmer was born, ever like for the basically like for the past 18 months, I feel like my health has really been put on the back burner by no one other than myself, right? There's really no one other to blame than myself. And I feel like this is honestly so true though, but I feel like for any transformation that you want to go through, whether that's like a health transformation or if it's a transformation with your relationships or with your money or whatever it is, you do have to get yourself to a point where you feel ready, where you're like, okay, this feels like the moment. Like I don't know what it is, but it feels like before I haven't been quite ready for the change and now I do feel ready for the change. And it's really it's it's something that's really difficult to kind of like put your finger on to quantify or even know like how to pinpoint it or how to identify it. It's just I feel like this feeling that you get. And I don't know if any of you have experienced that before or if you've experienced it at the start of this year. But at the start of the year, it was tough because it was like, okay, I still feel like I'm kind of reeling from 2023 and it still feels like I'm carrying a lot of baggage with me from 2023 into 2024. But also at the same time, there's just something about this year that just feels like I'm ready. Like I'm ready to step into this year to do things differently in a lot of areas, but mostly the one area is my health. Because I've shared with you guys before, like postpartum was not kind to me (laughs) in a lot of ways. I, of course, became a mom, which was the best thing ever. And of course, we got Palmer out of the situation, which again, best thing ever would not change anything in a million years, but it was tough. And I think two things can be true at the same time. I think it can be true that it was amazing and also not amazing, right? Like there were so many things amazing about it and so many things not amazing about it. And I think just the impacts that it had on my body were the parts that weren't so amazing. And not even just from the fact of like how my body looks, but just my energy levels, being tired all the time, not sleeping well. Just so many things that really impacted me in a negative way that really made it difficult for me to show up just like in my day-to-day life. Not even like as the best version of myself, but just as like a half decent version of myself, I felt like it just made it difficult. And I kind of got to the point where I was like, okay, as cliche as this sounds, like nothing is going to change if nothing changes. So I have to make this a priority. I have to make my health a priority. So I am coming into this year doing that. And I have some goals for myself from a physical perspective that I'm mostly prioritizing because I just want to feel good. I don't know if any of you guys are there, but I'm like, I just want to feel good. I just don't want to be tired all the time. I want to sleep better. I want to have energy. Like I don't want to make it to one o'clock every afternoon and feel like I need to lay down and take a nap. I want to feel just energized and good in my body. I am making a lot of changes this year to do that. So kind of let me tell you things that I'm doing. Probably one of the biggest commitments and changes that I've made this year in 2024 is I have made the choice 
in 2024 to stop drinking. No alcohol this year. And I don't know if it's something that I'm going to like stick with forever. In fact, I think it's probably not. I don't know if I see myself living the rest of my life like completely alcohol free. But it was something that as I got towards the end of last year, I just really got to the point where I felt like the drinking that I was doing was just no longer serving me like in any way. Because even in the past, I could still find bits of enjoyment in it. Like I could still find like, oh no, but I actually really do enjoy like having a couple of glasses of wine, you know, like on a Friday night or something like that. I I enjoy kind of like the edge that it takes off. I enjoy how it like helps me relax a little bit. But even towards the end of last year, I got to a point where I would drink my red wine and I would get to the end of the night. And this is kind of where I knew like things were shifting for me is every time I would get to the end of the night after I had had some wine, I would always wish that I hadn't. So I would finish drinking and then I would be like, okay, now it's time to go to bed. And whenever I would have that moment where it was like, okay, now it's time to go to bed, I would always have the thought, man, I wish I just hadn't of drink at all because now I know I'm going to have to try to sleep and I know I'm going to sleep terribly because I've had all this wine and it really got to a point where it started to pretty drastically negatively impact my sleep where it would take me a long time to fall asleep. I would feel really wired. Then I would wake up, you know, I'd have that 3 a.m. wake up and then I couldn't fall back asleep till, you know, five or six in the morning. And then I would just be completely exhausted the next day. And so I would always just get to that point at the end of the night where I'd be like, you know, I just wish that I had made the choice not to do that. And that started to get really, I guess, eye-opening to me. It, it started to be very apparent to me of, okay, every time I do this, I just wish that I hadn't done it. So maybe I try just not doing it altogether for a while. And so I just came to the decision of, I'm just going to see what I can do and what I can accomplish by not drinking for an entire year. And when I've shared this with people, the reactions have been kind of funny (laughs) sharing this with people. I shared it with my entire family around the holidays. I I think like a couple days after Christmas, I was over at my parents' house with, you know, like my parents and Ryan was there and, you know, my sister and brother-in-laws and, you know, everyone was there. And I kind of like shared like, okay, everyone, like I've made the decision that I'm not going to drink in 2024. And it's really funny because some people, they're like, well, why don't you just try a month? right? Like, why don't you just give it a month and do dry January and see how you feel? But there was just something about a year that I don't know that just really kind of like spoke to me. And I was like, I just want to see what it would be like. I just want to see what it would be like to go an entire year without drinking. And I have to say, I'm a a month into it. I had my very last glass of wine on New Year's Eve. And so I'm, I'm about a month into it. And it has actually been so much easier than I thought that it would be. And I think a big reason for that is because I made such a clear decision. Like the decision was so clear to me to say like, this is something that I've decided that I'm not going to do, right? Like no exceptions. And it's so funny because people are like, well, what about this? What about this? What about this? What are you going to do with this? What are you going to do with this? Right? 
like my dad, for instance, he's turning 70 next week and we're having like this big birthday party for him. And everybody's like, well, are you just not going to drink? Are you just not going to drink at dad's birthday party? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm not. Like, I'm just going to go to the party (laughs) and I'm just going to enjoy myself and I'm just not going to have anything to drink at the party. There's already been instances in this past month where you know, everyone else was drinking and I chose not to drink. And it's funny because it really hasn't been that hard. It's funny how much my mind wants to concoct and like how much our minds want to make something an issue that actually isn't that big of an issue at all. And I do have to say, other than me being sick, I can tell such a big difference in my sleep. I'm sleeping so much better. I definitely can tell that I've lost some weight, like not a ton of weight, but I have lost some weight this month. And I think part of that has just come from being sick. But I also think another part of that has just come from not having any alcohol. And I can already see just how much better it's making me feel. So that's something that I'm going to be doing this year is not drinking any alcohol whatsoever for whatever reason. I just want to see if I can do it. And again, I don't know if it's something that I'm going to like forever do, but I'm committed to doing it at least for 365 days and seeing how it's going to change my life. So we'll see how that goes. Just so y'all know, I'm doing it. <laughs> if any of you other guys are doing it, let me know and we can be uh, we can be no drinking 2024 buddies. So that was like a big declaration I made that I'm actually really proud of myself on. And in terms of other things, just prioritizing my health, you know, I'm starting to strength train. I started to work with somebody who's going to help me with some strength training, just working on building up muscle and feeling strong because that's something that's really important to me is just feeling strong and then just getting outside and just walking a lot, spending time outside walking. I've always been a big walker. It's not something that's ever been hard for me to do, but just combining those two things and working on my diet, eating lots of protein, drinking lots of water. I don't necessarily have like a certain amount of weight that I want to lose this year. I just know that if I can prioritize my health in a meaningful way by just doing these things and sleep is the other one, prioritizing sleep, that physically I will be a different person at the end of this year than I am now. So I'll continue to keep you guys posted and let you know how it's going. Again, I'm not going to put too much pressure on it, but like there's some things that I'm having very like firm and strict guidelines around, like with the alcohol. That's just something that I've decided is just a non-negotiable for me at this point. And then there's other things that I'm being more lax with, but we'll see how it goes. So definitely prioritizing my health and friendships. Friendships are another thing in 2024 that I want to prioritize. I have talked about this on the podcast, but I've always kind of said that I kind of struggle with friendships and I've definitely struggled with friendships in my adult years. I know this is self-imposed because I know it's just the way that I look at it personally, but it's just hard. Like I think it is hard to make friends as an adult. Like I was talking to my mother-in-law about this when she was here visiting and you know, I was telling her how I have my two best friends from high school and my two best friends from college. 
But I was I was telling her how I feel like I haven't made a friend as an adult. Like I, I you know, I was saying like I feel like I have not made a friend since I graduated from college. And again, it's all on me. I know that most of it is on me because I haven't really taken the time to invest in making friendships because as an adult, my opinion on the matter is like, that's just what you have to do. Like making friends as an adult is like dating. And I was telling her that, right? I was like, it's like dating. I will go to Palmer's daycare to go pick her up and I'll see other moms there and we'll walk past each other in the hall and we'll smile and we'll say hi or whatever, right? And I always have the thought like, oh my gosh, she seems so cool. Oh my gosh, she seems so nice. Oh my gosh, she seems like we could be friends. But then you're like, well, what do I do? Do I just like walk up to her and just like ask her for her phone number? Like, hey, you seem cool. Like, I'd like to be your friend. (laughs) Can you give me your phone number? And then it's like, you go like what? Like you go to coffee or maybe you go grab lunch or like whatever. And then it's like, you're there and you just have to like ask them all about your life. It's like, so like, tell me about yourself. Who are you? What are your hobbies? What do you like? What do you do for work? It's like dating. It's like you're going on a date and you're like having to like meet somebody and get to know somebody and kind of determine like, do I want to be your friend? Do you want to be my friend? Would we get along? Is this going to be like a beneficial thing? So I actually have this, it sounds kind of silly, but I actually have a goal in 2024 just to make a friend, to like make a fifth friend that is a friend that's in this new season and in this new chapter of my life that can turn into a meaningful friendship. So I'm taking applications for Paige's 2024 friend, if anybody wants to apply. And um, no, I'm not actually kidding. But yeah, I just, I have a goal to form more meaningful friendships in my life. So between my health and pouring into my friendships, those are kind of my two focus areas for the year and we'll see how it goes. I haven't actually made any progress on the friend route yet. I feel like I have made some good progress in the health area. So there's that. So that's kind of what I'm focusing on personally, those two areas this year. I feel like those are two areas that are going to be big growth areas for me this year. And then the third area that I'm going to be really, really heavily focused on this year is obviously my business. Last year was a really cool year for me in terms of growth. We had a lot of really good growth on social media and with the podcast. And I launched the Overcoming Overspending membership in September which was really fun. And many of you have joined me in there, which has been so, so fun to have that, you know, be so strong already and still so new all at the same time. But this year I'm really, really focused on business growth and growing the community inside the membership and really making the membership the absolute best community out there for those of you who want to come and pour into yourselves from a financial standpoint. Like I want it to be the premier community. If somebody wants to work on that, there's just no other option. Like it's just an absolute no-brainer to say Paige's community is the community that I want to do that work in and I want to do that growth in. And so I'm really committed this year to pouring into the membership and 
adding additional trainings and resources and honing things and adjusting things. And like I said, just making it the premier community to be for those of you who want to grow financially in 2024. So I just want to extend an invitation for those of you who have been thinking about joining but haven't yet, like come join us because 2024, it's it's going to be such an amazing year. This month in January, which of course is basically over, we focused on, okay, how do we make this the best year we can? And so you can come in at any point in time. And if you want to access that made for more event that we did a couple of weeks ago, if you join the membership, you will get access to the replays of that. So you can come in and get access to the replays of that. You can go through that process. In the month of February, we're focusing on self-love, self-confidence, and self-trust. We're going to be doing a big decluttering challenge in March. So we just have so many good things coming down the pipeline, which I'm really, really excited about. We're going to continue to do our 10 to 13 live calls together. We meet two to three times every single week. I'm going to be implementing an accountability program so that you can come in and get put into an accountability group. It's just going to be awesome and fantastic. And I'm just really, really, really excited about it. So please come join us if you haven't already. And just remember that You guys who listen to the podcast, y'all always get a special discount code to join, which gives you $30 off your first month. So the details for that will be in the outro and also in the show notes. But you can join us at overcomingoverspending.com. But come join us, especially for the month of February. February is going to be amazing with the self-love, self-trust, self-confidence. That is a topic that is so key and so important. But the other massive project that I'm going to be working on this year is the podcast, actually. And getting the podcast cohesive and getting the podcast cleaned up. The podcast is going to be four years old this year in August. So in August, it's going to be four years old. And the podcast has been through just like a lot of different chapters, a lot of different iterations, a lot of different versions of my business going all the way back to August of 2020. And last year, like I said, we had a lot of amazing, amazing growth with the podcast. The podcast basically tripled in size in terms of like average downloads of an episode, which is so fun and is so cool. The thing that I started to notice is that when a lot of people find the podcast, and this might be true for you, because of just like the nature of the podcast, it's not necessarily chronological in order, meaning you could start with any episode of the podcast and it wouldn't be a problem, right? Because each podcast, we're really just talking about a different subject or a different topic. So you could literally just cherry pick a random episode to start with and then just start there and keep going. And what I find what a lot of people do is like they'll find the podcast, they'll listen to an episode, they'll realize that they like it, which is great. And then they'll say, okay, I really like this. I'm going to go all the way back to episode one and I'm going to start at episode one and just work my way through all of the episodes until I listen to every episode, every topic, and I get myself caught up and I get myself current, which is so cool. Like it's so cool that people do that. But the thing that I'm noticing is like when people are doing that and they're going back to really, really, really old episodes, like episodes that are, you know, four ish years old, 
in those episodes, I talk about a lot of things that I just don't offer anymore, right? I talk about budget love. I talk about money harmony. I mentioned my old social handles, right? Like I'll be like, you know, follow me at the purposeful penny. And it's like, I haven't had that Instagram handle in years. And so one major project that I have this year is to go all the way back through the podcast and to get everything cleaned up, to get every single episode cleaned up and current so that whether you decide to go back and listen to old episodes or if we're talking about you know somebody who finds the podcast this year and they do that, they're not confused. And I'll, I guess I'll just set the record straight here. The only offer that I have currently that I plan to have for the long-term foreseeable future is the Overcoming Overspending membership. Like That's it. If you want to work with me, it's very easy, very simple, very clear. You come, you join the membership. Now, the cool thing about the membership is that I've taken all of my old courses and I've just put them in the membership. So like if you join the membership, like you do get access to all of my old courses, to budget love, to credit card clarity, to all that good stuff that you can consume on your old time if you want to, if you find that content relevant to you. It's just, I don't sell those things as a one-off offer anymore like I used to. And I just don't want people being confused anymore, right? The amount of emails or inquiries I get like, hey, I'm trying to buy Budget Love, but I can't find it. Where is it? It's like, well, I haven't offered that in a couple of years, right? It's like, you got to go join the membership. So it is one of my highest priorities this year to go through all 125 episodes and get everything cleaned up, meaning it's present. I'm not talking about old stuff. I'm not mentioning old handles. I'm not telling you to join old offers that don't exist anymore. I really just want to eliminate that confusion for you and all other podcast listeners. And the reason that I'm kind of telling you this is twofold. One is because I'm planning on going back through and re-recording everything, but doing it on video so that I can put it on YouTube because I'm going to be starting a YouTube channel this year, which I'm so, so excited about because obviously if you're here, you know I love to talk and you know I love long form video content. And I want to serve those of you who want to consume long form video content. And I've always wanted to start a YouTube channel. It's just been something that I just haven't had the bandwidth for, but I'm committed to doing it. I found an amazing video editor who can help me with editing that will hopefully streamline the process and take some of that off me. And so um, I'm hoping at the start of March to have my YouTube channel up and running where I'll be posting at least one video every single week. That's the plan. And I will also be posting the podcast on YouTube. So you will be able to go onto YouTube and watch the podcast if you want to. Now, most episodes, you're just going to be watching me talking, but some people just like that. Some people prefer it. Some people want to see a face. So I will be doing that. And then the third thing with the podcast, which this is something that I'm also excited about in full transparency, it also feels a little daunting, but hey, is if you have been here listening to the podcast for a while, you know that Ever since the inception of the show three and a half years ago, there have been a couple of chunks of time where the show has taken a break. There was, 
you know, a couple of weeks. I remember like when we moved from Houston back up to Dallas, we took a break uh, from the show for a couple of weeks. Whenever I had Palmer, the show took about a six month break. I didn't put out any episodes for about six months, which again was not planned. That's just kind of what ended up happening. There's been random kind of like a week here, a week there that for whatever reason, I didn't get the show out. And then obviously this, this past break that we took, that was about two months. So what I started to do is I started to look at, okay, if I had never taken all of those breaks, what episode would we be on? Because right now we're on episode 127. And one day I just got curious. I was like, if we had never taken any breaks from the show and the show had aired every single week since the very first episode, what episode would we be on? And we are about... It was it was kind of trippy when I did it because it came out to we are 52 episodes behind. Exactly 52, which is a year. So, even though the podcast has been out for three and a half years, there's been about a year worth of time totaled up across all of these different kind of disparate breaks that there haven't been episodes. And to be honest with you, it's something that has always really irked me. And part of me is just like, Paige, it doesn't matter. Like, just move on from it. But the other part of me is just like, there's just something in me that morally has always just bothered me about it because. I don't like being an inconsistent person. I don't like putting out this expectation of like, you can come here and expect a new episode every single week and then not deliver that to you. Like it irks me and it bothers me and it grinds on me. And so what I have decided to do, and again, I don't know how long this is going to take me, but something that I am committed to doing is to bringing you an extra year's worth of content on the podcast. And just being very realistic, this could take like a year and a half to two years to do to catch up. And I really, really love both types of episodes that we do here. I really like the solo episodes that we do with just you and me. And I obviously really like the guest episodes. And I know you guys like the guest episodes. I like bringing people onto the show that offer different viewpoints and perspectives and that are just more of an expert in a certain area than I am. And they can offer you insights that I would not be able to offer you. And so what I'm committed to doing from now moving forward is every single week, you are going to get an episode from me, a solo episode from me. And then some weeks, not every week, but some weeks we will do two episodes instead of one. So on Tuesdays, you're going to get an episode of me. So Tuesdays will be the solo episode with just you and I. And then some weeks, like I said, on Thursdays, we will have a guest episode. And I am committed to bringing you 52 amazing, incredible guests to essentially get the podcast caught up to where it should be. And I know this isn't something that like I have to do, but it's something that I want to do because it's something that bothers me and it's something that makes me feel like I'm out of integrity with myself and I don't like that. I don't like that feeling. And I know that I could just say okay, we're just going to do the best we can moving forward, but I don't know. It's just, it bothers me. It bugs me. And I'm just sick of having that nagging feeling always of like, well, the show should be at episode, you know, 180 something, but we're at 127 because there's been all these weeks that I've missed. And I'm not going to beat myself up about 
missing the episodes because the truth of the matter is, is that like, A, what's done is done. B, there's no point in shaming yourself. I am a true believer in that. I always tell you guys that. And C, the honest truth is, is that the podcast has really been like a one-man show this entire time. Like I do everything for the podcast. I write the scripts. I obviously record the episodes. I edit the episodes, which takes quite a bit of time. I do all of the social for it, all the promotions for it, all the email for it. And I've gotten myself to a point where I'm starting to delegate out a lot of that work to where I can just show up and record an episode for you guys. And then from that point on, hand it off to somebody else. Because truthfully, and this is just me being like, honestly, very candid into, you know, the business of Paige. It's like sometimes knowing that it's not just me sitting down behind a mic for 45 minutes and hitting record and then being like, okay, I'm done, right? It's scripting it out and recording it and then spending two hours editing it. And then do so, you know, it's like one episode is 10 hours worth of work. And I have unnecessarily put all of that work on myself that frankly, most people with a podcast of my size just don't, right? Like they have other people to do that for them. And delegation is something that I'm just not good at. It's something that I struggle with and I'm uh, needing to get better at. And so I've made a commitment to myself this year to say, okay, if I'm going to do this, like if I'm going to get to a point where I have an episode every single week where I don't miss, and if I'm offering you guys these extra kind of like bonus episodes with these guests to get us quote unquote caught up. I have to have help. I can't do it on my own. And so I've gotten that help. I feel really good about it. Um, And so it is something that I'm committed to moving forward. So again, it might not be every week, but I just want you all to know that there will be a lot of weeks probably in the next year or two where you're actually seeing two episodes. You're seeing an episode with me on Tuesday, a guest episode on Thursday, and we're just going to stick with that cadence until we get ourselves caught up. And then after we get ourselves caught up, whenever that is, we will just go back to one episode a week and those episodes will vary, right? Like some weeks it'll be a solo episode and some weeks it'll be a guest episode. So that's kind of what you can look forward to from me this year in 2024. There is going to be so much amazing things happening inside the membership. There's going to be lots of podcast content. There's going to be YouTube content. And there's also going to be lots of content on Instagram and TikTok. Hopefully you follow me there. But if you don't, my handles are at overcoming underscore overspending. So y'all, that's that. That's what I got for you. Glad we got to catch up. That was very therapeutic for me. (laughs) Thank you for listening. I love you so, so much. So make sure that you tune back next Tuesday because next Tuesday, we're going to just start our regular scheduled programming. I'll have an episode for y'all. I will have a guest episode for you as well, which is going to be exciting. I love you guys so, so much. And as I always, always tell you, thank you for sticking with me. I know I don't deserve it. I know that you guys deserve more from me in terms of consistency. And it is something that I will be working on. But I just always appreciate your love and support and for you being here a part of this community. 
every single time that one of you guys like sends me a message to say like, Paige, I'm listening to the podcast. I'm loving it. You know, thank you for putting out the content that you do. Like, trust me, like, thank you, right? Like, thank you for being here and listening because it just, it means so much to me to have you here. You have no idea. Sometimes I just pinch myself to say like, I can't believe people actually show up every single week and just listen to me (laughs) go on and on and on. But it really does mean the world that you're here. So I love you guys. Have a great week. I'm really excited to get back into the swing of things and to make 2024 such an incredible year. All right. I love y'all. I'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Money Love Podcast. If you're loving the podcast, then I want to invite you to join me in the Overcoming Overspending membership. It's where we take this work deeper and apply the concepts and coaching from each week's episode into your own life. By being a member, you have exclusive access to my Overcoming Overspending process, 10 monthly live coaching calls with me, a private podcast, members-only community, monthly money topic and challenge, bonus courses, and so much more. There's nowhere else like it out there to level up your finances and life. Simply go to overcomingoverspending.com to join and you can enter in the code MLP30 at checkout to save $30 on your first month inside the membership. See you inside.